little things that are getting you right now, you think? Yeah, uh, little things always get you. You know, that's the difference between a great team and a good team. Uh, for, to win, you have to be great on Sunday. You can't just be good. Uh, we're we're typically good. That's why we, uh, that's why we're two and five right now. But we got to keep working to be great. And uh, we fixed the little things because little things add up. You know, doing one 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 small thing is going to turn up to be a big thing. And that's what we got to focus on: doing one small thing right, uh, finding a crumb, and uh, and doing our job. No, no, I. I don't play for next year. I don't. Are you guaranteed next year? I'm not. I'm trying to win every damn game we play. So I don't about next year. And you, you can write that anywhere you want it. But I, I ain't about trades. I want to beat Seattle. Welcome to the Real Bucks Talk podcast. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Be sure to follow us at Real Bucks Talk on all social media platforms. I'm your host Michael Plus, and join as always Mark Ramirez, my co-host. How are we doing tonight? It's Friday. We got another Buccaneers game on Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Bucks have a very large challenge as this is a six and two team that they're going up against. Uh, the Buccaneers are two and five, as you saw in that little intro clip we had there. Bruce talking about playing for this year, not for next year. But Mark, first of all, how are we doing? I know you got a big trip uh, tomorrow to Hawaii, so that's awesome. And uh, some Bucks football is on the way on Sunday. I haven't packed at all, so thank you for <laughs> the awareness of that. I have a trip coming in less than yeah. I leave at like five thirty, good in the morning. It's gonna be crazy, but we got a Bucks game, and I believe they will be showing it in Hawaii, uh-huh. which it's at gonna be like eight o'clock in the morning, which I will be up. Uh-huh. I'm you can't miss a game, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yes, we have a, a game coming up. A lot of people were down in the dumpster thinking, oh, it's another crap shoot season. We're going to be bottom dweller. Again, like, yes, we are very aggressive at times talking about the Bucks, but at the end of the day, we always want to win. We see the potential in the team. And like I put in the intro, like I always kind of harp on in the intro, is it's little things that you need to fix. And I try to say this on Twitter, but it's always a backlash. Oh, what, well, what if he did this? What? But that's the thing. It's not a bunch of what ifs. It's what did happen, not the what it could have, should have. Okay? So timing is everything in the NFL. Everyone's fast. If you see a little window, you got to hit it. There's an, if you have a hiccup, you're going to get shit on. It's, it's point blank. Okay? You're going to have five interception games if you keep hiccuping. So that's what I try to prove or show. With Jameis Winston doing your job, he's not doing his job. He's waiting. He's hesitating to do his job. Okay, that's like me. I'm a physical therapist assistant. Someone's about to fall. I hesitate for a second. They just fall on their ass. That's going to happen. I mean, you can't hiccup. you got to do your job. And you, it's the little things, being there, knowing what's open what's not open, knowing when to hit a zone. If he masters these little things, he's a great quarterback. When he's good, he is good. Is he ever going to be great? Like he said, it's the little things. He has everything, arm talent. He can move around the pocket. It's crazy. Like People think we just bash him to bash him. It's just what you put on tape. And if you're repeatedly doing the same thing over and over, we're going to point it out. I mean, I, I used to be the biggest Winston supporter. It, it 
comes to a point where it's insanity if I keep rooting saying, oh, he's going to fix it. It's five years in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, do I want him to fix it? Yes. Do I think he can, like, do do great, like, spints or stints? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can have good times. Yeah. But is it consistent? It hasn't been ever. Mm-hmm. So am I th- saying it's going to be an immediate loss in Seattle? No, because I think we can be in every every game. We, we say this every week. Yeah. Yeah, they've been in every game, um, and I think, yeah, you made some great points, and that's, you know... Rant that, over. <laughs> no, it's fine. And we're showing, you know, that's why we do the game tape, you know, to show things what is and and not, you know, what is not, you know. it It's it's point blank. It's, it's black and white on tape. You know, the tape doesn't lie, and it's stuff that we see continuing, you know, continuous happening every week uh, with Jameis. It's just the same stuff. It's... You know, you have to be better decision making, and you have to be accurate with the football. And, and timing goes into that. If you're off one second, um, that's that's usually either incomplete or, or interception. And that's what we've been seeing so far. Um, you know, it's just it's just not working working in his favor right now. And especially with what has it been nine or ten turnovers over the last two games, which is that's not winning football. You can't win if you turn over the ball that many times your defense in bad situations so hopefully you know this week against seattle i think it's a, a very winnable game i think actually very have, winnable yeah i think it's very winnable okay. because they have a chance to catch seattle by surprise seattle has a big game um the next week against san francisco who is a no right now which is crazy um but when you look at that so maybe they're overlooking the bucks you know the bucks are two and five so i think the bucks have a chance to come in there and maybe you know, sneak up on them, kind of similar to what was it, 2000? We were talking about this on Twitter, oh. 2013, when Mike Glennon almost beat Seattle uh, in Seattle. Um, of course, different team, different roster now, but what was it, 21 nothing and a half? Yeah, something like that, and they they came back and uh, Seattle won, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it to to the little things. I mean, it's it's everything. Little things are everything in this game. Um, you know, it's a game of inches. So you have to be on your cues and you have to do your job. And hopefully, you know, coaching staff and the team gets it together and finds a way to put together a complete football game uh, in, on Sunday and find a way to get a, get a win. Yeah, so I'm going to add this tidbit. If y'all are wanting to converse with us even more, we have a Facebook group. It's Real Books Talk. Obviously, you can find it. Add to join, then we can accept you into the group. This is where we get a lot of our topics and heated conversations between people that really want to talk football. And there's a lot of stuff that we kind of dive into. And it's not just us bringing it up. It's you, the fans, and all of us talk together. Mm-hmm. Twitter is almost like too big where everyone sees it. And you'll have people who hate and people who are pro against it. We, we start there, but we I want more of a private group where we can all think together, like-minded, not just be ignorance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if y'all want to go there, check us out. But my point I said that was usually when the Bucks start losing, we go, we all just start folding, collapsing. Players start pointing fingers, start saying things under their breath. Like, like, I don't know how we're going to fix it. Or someone's got to fix it. They, they don't have they don't take accountability that's something I see different in this mm-hmm. and starting with rookie linebacker Devin White a guy that you've heard both of us say we're iffy about a number five pick that was position value that was 
in the draft. Since he's been on the field, he's getting better every game. And I, I'm going to eat my words on that. He is getting better. If he continues his progression, he's going to be a great player. But just the leadership he showed in his press conference, I wish I had the clip to show I usually do. Like the calm, just confidence and saying, oh, yeah, he needs to play his gap. We're going to get better. This defense knows what it needs to do. Like we're not going to fold. We it's. I don't know if it's because he's not he hasn't been in this, so he's not used to this losing, or because like even McCoy would be like I don't know the fans need to do this. Like he didn't say any negatives. It was a breath of fresh air kind of thing. It was nothing but positive vibes, saying looking for ways to get better. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many times how this thing just turns bad. Yeah, and it, like the fans, I feel like are feeling that right now they're they're saying how much we're going to lose by not is it going to be a close game right and, and it's that's just different with him yeah and that's a natural feeling especially for the last whatever however long it's been the last decade has just been losing for this team and uh you know it's going to take that kind of approach from Devin white and it's going to take not just him but others are going to have to rally around him and think that same way because the only way you're going to turn this around is if you have everyone on board thinking the same way and thinking positively and finding ways to fix the little things like you talked about in the intro there or, or Jameis did. And, you know, it's going to take a collective unit and a collective team. You know, football games are one with offense, defense, and special teams working as one. And that's something that's got to start happening for this team to be successful. But if you can get one win, then that can turn into two wins. But you got to start with one, and then you got to keep building it. But you got to keep the same process that you're doing to win games, and you got to be consistent about it. So that's why we we harp on Jameis a lot because Jameis has to be better in his play. But it also starts with people around him that have to be better: offensive line, receivers, et cetera, running backs, defensively, secondary and pass co- or secondary and pass rush have to work together. We, we talk about this all the time, and, um, you know, it's just something that has to get fixed uh, going forward. And I think, I think it can. Again, the coaching staff, I think, needs to make some adjustments. You know, we talked about it last week with, you know, Byron Leftwich and maybe, um, you know, Bruce Arians taking more control of the play calling, stuff like that. So just it has to be more collective and guys on the same page and you really got to fight you got to fight through it because losing can be it can be a disease you know like from the from the movie the natural you know when the guy's talking about it, he's like yeah this can be a disease if <laughs> and losing just continues to happen so you got to find that way to to break out of it yeah and, but that's something i don't see yet i see them angry that they're losing they were really angry I, last week right yeah, which I is see- good I see anger that they're losing and that they are better than what they are, right. what, they're put, what their record is. Yeah. That's, I want to, I'd rather see that than piss poor, ooh, well, right. if this guy did this, this could, no, it's, they we de- need to be, We they even said, we are better than the Titans. Yeah. They have and the we lost right, to a team we're better than. They have the right attitude. It's just, it's about getting the corrections done yeah. on the field and, and getting it to start gelling and go. Um, and hopefully it'll, it'll start working for them. Yeah, but I mean, there's things that I can see that are improved from years past. There's things where it's just dumb. Like you, yeah. the little things I said with Jameis. That, let's see. I mean, this is another game. You never know. He could throw for five touchdowns. Yeah. Okay, guys? Yeah. I mean, I don't down him 
to just to down him. It's it's the stuff he puts on tape. That's all we kind of tell you. Mm-hmm. All right, but before we go into our breakdown of the Seattle Seahawks versus the Bucks, this is a question from that Facebook group I mentioned. This is Raymond. I can't pronounce that last name, buddy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vandermeen. <laughs> Vandermeen, I guess. He says, honestly, I'm out of questions. They're all going to pretty much be the same. Where's the commitment to the running game? Where's the accountability? You get the idea. So let's go positive instead. I like that. <laughs> the Bucks will still have residual anger, or what we just said. Holy crap. They will play hard and tough and will expose the Seahawks' deficiencies and will win this one. Oh, hopefully finally sparking this team to stack some wins. Go Bucks. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, that's what we were talking about just now. It's, you know, it's good that they have this right attitude. They have the right mindset and they're putting in the work. It's not a lack of effort or, or, you know, work mentality. Like, you know, they're doing their job, but they just got to find a way to get that to translate on Sunday and, and bring it over. So, yeah, I mean, I like Raymond's mindset. I think they have a really good chance of winning this game. Like I said, because of Seattle, just looking ahead towards San Francisco, that's a big game. Um, that they have coming up division game too so they could be a little bit distracted by that and that could give the bucks some edge but that won't be the only reason i know i think the bucks are going to play put up a really good performance plus you know for the most part they've been pretty good on the road um you know as far as overall play but just gotta just gotta put it just got to put it together. Got to put one one step forward and then take the next step and continue to add them up. It, it's Like you said, Briar, it all starts with one. Yeah. But to me, it truly is, we just beat ourselves every game. Yeah. It's the offense, call it, force it, like just forcing balls, Jameis throwing interceptions for touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eliminate your turnovers and see how good of a team you can be. And that's judgments, that's little things of timing. I mean, it's stop staring guys down, little thing. It's things that add up, and he he knows it. That's why it pisses me off even more. He knows these things, and he's doing them repetitively. That's why I'm angered by him. And that's why I I can't stand by him consistently. Because he's not doing consistent work. Mm. Okay, He's not doing consistently his job. And you can't. You can't. You can't stand by that. I mean, so can he prove you wrong? Hopefully. I mean, you hope, especially with the season and the talent we have on this team. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, we can find efficiencies. This team is talented enough where you have Chris Godwin, you have Mike Evans, you have Cam Brake because OJ is going to be out. Yeah. It looks like Kappa is going to be back. Right. The O-line should be a unit again. Yeah, it looks like you're going to have your starting five on the offensive line. which Probably will be able to run the ball. So. Yeah, which will help. Um, it's, it's just, I mean, my whole thing is we are good enough to win. I'm never going to say we suck. I mean, there's years past where we didn't have much talent. This team is so talented. It's just it upsets us that they're losing consistently, and it's right there. We haven't been blown out besides that San Francisco game, which will happen. Yeah. Jameis being Jameis. Yeah, pick six. So, but that game was close. It was close, and but the, the final score didn't look close. Right, right. 31-17. Yeah. But every other game has been... But it was a one-score game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest thing. We are all... You said it before the podcast. We could be 5-2. and two. Yeah. yeah. Could be pretty good right now. Again, right. what it could have showed us, but... 
I mean, it was like, it, yeah, it was like, uh, you know, Bruce Arians said it this week. He's like, yeah, we should be four and three. But, you know, I, I put it on Twitter. I was like, well, should, should have is not good enough in this league. Almost just, just doesn't cut it. You have to, you have to take advantage of your opportunities. That's why missing a kick against the Giants, that hurts you. You know, throwing interceptions late in the game, that hurts you. You know, finding ways to win football football games getting in a hole deep that hurts you yeah <laughs> yeah to start the game you know you start down 14 nothing or you know what have you against um you know carolina and then you know new orleans you had a chance to win but just finding ways to to lose instead of to win but anyway let's let's get into uh yes. seattle seahawks uh you know let's look at their uh let's look at their offense first so their offense against our defense Offensively, I think you you start with the best player, probably the best player in the league right now. I think, and and Russell Wilson as far as his play. I mean, he's the highest rated quarterback, um, uh, stat wise right now. Just doesn't turn the ball over. He's like the complete opposite of Jameis. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't throw he doesn't throw interceptions. He's a a magician, getting out of the pocket and making things happen, avoiding sacks. He's one of the hardest to sack. And their offensive line is not good. They give up a lot of pressure. Uh, they they run the ball okay, um, but Russell Wilson is like he just makes everything go, and he's in total control, and makes like these crazy throws. Like he usually has one, or he has at least no more than one. It's like five wow plays per game. Like it's like how the hell did he do that? And uh, so he's special. Um, and then you go to the running back, Chris Carson. That guy's a, a beast, a, a workload running back, very hard to tackle. Uh, and then receiver-wise, they have Aaron Lockett, who's just fast and dangerous. And Tyler Lockett? Did I say Aaron? I'm sorry. Aaron. I'm sorry. Ty- Former Buck from a while ago, right? I'm sorry. Tyler Lockett. They're, they're, I think they're related in some way. But, um, yeah, Tyler Lockett. He's just – he's he's a beast. Uh, <laughs> and then they have, you know, DK Metcalf, who's – physical in nature but and he can beat you down the field too so a lot of good things uh offensively but they can be beaten because of that offensive line so they can run into trouble at times yeah so adding on to that their right side tell me if you've heard this before their right side isn't that good yeah the right guard is truly not good Who's that sound like? <laughs> Sounds like last Your year. Your <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. No, it's a yeah from last year, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, Russell Wilson is a you were saying a beast, but they put him in shotgun a lot right. of the time, and that's they, because why they have their to help offensive, them. Yeah, they have their to help. offensive line mm-hmm. isn't good. Right. So give them a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. So that's helping your quarterback, who is also short. Right. So you can see the field. Yeah. So he has more time to see the field. See, because his offensive line isn't good enough, hmm. and it's it makes sense, right? It's like things that we should be doing. Right. But, but yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson. He's smaller, shorter, shiftier, obviously than Winston. He can make guys miss, and his touch on his deep balls are just nasty. Oh. The the placement of his deep ball and just knowing, okay, if the safety's all all the way over there, if I just throw it to that space, he's not going to be able to get to there. Mm -hmm. That stuff, little things that you want to see in a quarterback where it's not just saying, oh, my arm's good enough, I can get it there. It's knowing there's no chance that guy's going to get there. It's going to be a one-on-one shot. Yeah. He has that. Right. He has that knowledge and awareness of 
I can beat this guy because there's no way he can get there, not because my arm is so talented. Yeah. Huge difference with Jameis Winston and Russell Wilson. Right. And then, yeah, his ability to get out of the pocket, um, it's just – he's like a damn running back playing yeah. quarterback. Yeah. That's – he is special. You got to – even Bruce Arians said it. Yeah. Um, they're Chris Carson. He's great. He's like a damn muscle hamster. Like Once he gets the ball, he just full, full out goes. Um, guys who remember muscle hamster. <laughs> it hasn't been that long ago, but like when he yeah. would get the ball, it would be full go. There'd be no hesitation. It's just make your decision and go. Yeah, Carson's a very tough runner. Yeah, uh, can make Impressive. people miss. Uh, I think he's in the top five of yards after contact. So he's really good. Um, then they also have Rashad Penny, who's decent. He's a big boy. A good change of pace, kind of different type of back, but also talented. But yeah. I want to make one more point on Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, yes. It's not just that he's good. He's a good returner too. Punt return. Yeah. It's also that they know how to get him the ball. Their best playmaker, playmaker, they know how to get him the ball. Again, something the, I don't know if the Bucks are struggling with by play call or it's by quarterback. You just, I mean, I you can't tell based off of tape sometimes. It's like, what was the first? Yeah, based on first read, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Tyler Lockett, they just find a way. Yeah. Like, he's a deep ball threat, but they'll also get him the ball in space. Yeah. Times where we get Rojo and OJ in space, we're like, holy crap, this is awesome. <laughs> they do that with him yeah. frequently throughout the game. It's not just deep routes. And that's why they're a good 6-2 and two team, correct? Yeah, yeah. And they, they commit to the running game too. So they have a nice balance of running the football. Um, I think they average they average over 100 yards rushing, which is good. And then, you know, obviously with Russell Wilson and the read option. So that gives them a whole different dynamic. And it's really tough to defend. I mean, they've they've put up points, and they've been putting up a consistent number of uh, points per game, which is good. So it's going to be a challenge for our defense. I think, you know, what benefits us, though, going up against that offense is our front seven. You know, that is our strength of our team, you know, with Shaq Barrett and now JPP making his presence. I think that's going to help us. And then you also have Vita Vea and Ndamukong Sue up front. Your linebackers are getting better. Like you said, Devin White is getting better each game. So I think that will be a benefit to us, but I also want to see us just use our front four more instead of sending in the pressures that we've been doing, you know, consistently. Let's help our coverage guys and let's let's take away Tyler Lockett if we can't, you know, try to double him, take him out of the game, um, try to press him if he, if possible and, and do more things to help out your coverage so your corners aren't on an island, especially against Russell Wilson, because he he'll identify it very quickly and get rid of the ball. Uh, so I think we need to, you know, play coverage and keep everything in front. And then eventually I think Seattle will make a mistake. You know, and they've shown that at times, um, you know, over the last couple of weeks where they, they drive and then they get boggled down and they have to sell for a field goal. So that's stuff you want to try to do against uh, Seattle because they won't turn over the football. If they do, it'll be like a fumble by the running back. But Russell Wilson just doesn't – he doesn't throw picks. And uh, so you, you have to be – you have to be smart in how you – Go go up against them matchup wise. Yeah, so looking at them, they're seventh in the NFL in the run game. Yeah. Okay, so we're first in the NFL in run defense. I still honestly think we can stop anyone. Oh yeah, I'm not game. worried about the run so, game. But but that's the thing. So yeah. with me, if you shut down that 
component. Right. And with how bad their offensive line is, I agree with you. It is a very winnable game. Yeah, it should help. With everything that we have on that defensive line, NASA, Barrett getting around the outside, yeah. JPP coming in sparingly, Vita Vea, Sue pushing that pocket. Right. Making a shorter quarterback not see anything because he the that center and guard it was pushed in his yeah, face. Yeah, that's going to be the key. You're going to have to force that pocket up and then have Russell Wilson where he yeah. can't back up, yeah. and then you have your edge guys that can get him and hopefully keep contain. And it, and it fits to what Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles want to do. It's right. that inside pressure that will force the quarterback outside to mm-hmm. feed the sacks to get for your outside edge rushers. Right. Nassib, Barrett, JPP, Anthony Nelson – Whoever is on the outside, yeah, they and can eat, but it's going to be because yeah, their their center guard, it's just not the best. Okay, they can get pushed back, mm-hmm. and we have two of the best that can do that. Right, I think the running game will be shut down. It will be all on the greatness of Russell Wilson right now. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I think it's going to be like we've seen in the past, him running around a lot, him getting first downs that way, us getting upset about it. Yeah, <laughs> but. It should be a closer game. People think he's going to be throwing all over the field. Oh, our secondary shit. He's going to be throwing all over the place. No. He's, if he gets pushed back and pushed to the side, I mean, you yeah. limit the field he can throw to. Right, exactly. He, like you said, he's smart. He's not going to force a ball cross body to the other side of the field. Mm. So, I mean, guys, our secondary isn't that bad. And that, I think they're getting, they're improving. Yeah, and I think they found something last week with, you know, moving uh, VH3 to the slot. You know, he wanted to go to, back to the slot. He even asked for it, and I think that was a good idea. And now you have Sean Murphy bunting, who is definitely getting better each week and stepping up. So now with him and Carlton Davis, and you have VH3 in the slot, I think that's going to help our secondary going forward. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with Mike Edwards or you know if he's going to get back out there, but Andrew Adams is doing a serviceable job, and then you have um, Jordan Whitehead, who's still playing really good. So. I think they'll be fine, but you know the key is, like I said, just keeping things in front. Don't allow Russell Wilson to get those big plays when he gets outside of the pocket. That's where he goes downfield, and you get those chunk plays, and then you're, you know, you're in bad position. Yeah, I mean, for their offense, it's all going to be around Russell Wilson because we know we can shut down running backs. We've done it consistently. Mm-hmm. All these great Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Todd right. Gurley. We we know we can do that. Yeah. Again, it's a great quarterback. We got to stop. Right. It's getting that pressure on this piss poor offensive line. It's not piss poor, but it's just not the best. Right. We've faced better and we've gotten pressure on better. So let Russell Wilson beat you, but force throws. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, maximize coverage in this game. And that's what I would like to see us do. Let your front four win up front because I think they can. You know, if you want to simulate pressure and drop back, I think that's our best option uh, for this defense because it tends to work. I think that's what they need to do, and, and roll cut coverage underneath, take away the short stuff, and uh, yeah, make Russell Wilson hold the ball uh, if possible, and then you can force him into either incompletions or, or sacks, what have you, because he's not going to turn over the ball. We're just going to put that out there. Uh, the guy doesn't do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't have anything. You had anything else you want to add? We're going to shift over to uh, their defense. Let's see. I just wanted to see. How many interceptions does he have on the season? Not many. He has one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 17 touchdowns to one. Yeah, dude doesn't turn over the ball. And a 68.4% completion percentage. Yeah, I think they – Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think they – he's the highest rated quarterback in the league. Um, 
I think they had a stat up there where Jameis Winston has 12 interceptions on the season right now, and they said Russell Wilson would have to play, I think, like 60 or so games to catch up to the pace of Jameis Winston and his interception rate. Something like that. It was something crazy. But uh, anyway, let's go to – let's move on next Seattle's to – Seattle's defense. Yeah, Seattle's defense versus the Bucks' offense. Seattle's defense is uh, aggressive, um, you know, very similar to ours. They like to play aggressive man defense, but they also change it up and play some zone. Uh, they have really good linebacker core. Their front seven is is pretty legit. I mean, they have uh, Jadavian Clowney, who is is pretty good. Then they have uh, Ziggy Ansah, who's kind of been okay uh, so far this year. Same thing with Clowney. They've been kind of up and down, but they're still very good players. And then up front, they have uh, Puna Ford, who's a beast. Uh, Jerron, is it Jerron Reed? Jaron Reed, yeah. Jaron Reed, yeah. He's good. Uh, and they have some good guys that rotate in and out um, that I'm probably not mentioning right now, but they're good. So got some solid players. Secondary-wise, they have uh, a lot of length and, and speed. Uh, you have um, who, who was it? Trey Trey Flowers, I think, was one who starts. He's like six three. He's good. And then they have um, uh, Shaquille Shaquille Griffin. Uh, really, UCF. yeah, good corner. And then their safeties, I think, uh, was it Bradley McDougal, who's former Buck. And then they also have Marquise Blair, who I liked uh, coming out of the draft this year. I thought he. He's a really good, talented, uh, small school type of player. Can make uh, make you pay. He's a big hitter. So, you know, defensively they're led by um, uh, Bobby Wagner. That's like their main dude. On yeah, he's like their main dude. They send him on pressures a lot, blitz him. Uh, but really, it's it's nothing special on defense. They're not really ranked uh, very well. They actually give up more yards than uh, than the Bucks do, surprisingly. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's very. Uh, it's very beatable. I'll say that there's going to be opportunities for this Bucks offense. Like I said earlier, and Mark said earlier, if we do our job, then this offense should be able to move the football and score touchdowns. You know, there's going to be mis- mismatches. There's going to be opportunities to take advantage of. You have Mike Evans, who's a beast, can't be stopped, like he said last week, because he's six five. Uh, you have Chris Godwin, who who's doing you know Chris Godwin things. I mean, he's just he's making plays. So if they can find a way and you know, limit Jameis to, you know, what he can do as far as just being smart with his reads, limited to one or two, run the football consistently, use Rojo and Peyton Barber uh, both, and and limit Jameis's passing attempts and keep him under thirty. I think we'll be in good shape. Uh, and the offense line should be better this week because of the return of Kappa Dotson getting his feet under him. So, a lot of good things that this offense should be able to put up points, and we have been doing so the last couple of weeks. Twenty eight points per game. Uh, over the last couple couple for a month what am i saying <laughs> over the last month or so all right so here's my analysis of what what's going on this is again i'm going to plug this in our facebook group we talk a lot we had a conversation about how it's this isn't downing Jameis. this is just saying things that teams are doing against him they literally force him to throw the ball by taking away the run. If you stack the line every time, he's thinking, oh, they're going to come stop the run. They're going to come stop the run. They're going to blitz. i got to get this thing out quick. That That's feeding into what he does worse. Okay? So if, if you, he's thinking he can, he's asked to hold on to the ball so much, they literally eliminate it because they want him to throw the ball more. That's 
I believe Robert Green brought this up. Mm-hmm. So it's just defense is saying we want Winston to beat us. We do not want the run game to beat us. Right. And that's the reason people say, oh, why aren't they sticking to the run, sticking to the run? Yeah, they should be sticking to the run. But the thing is, because Winston literally just throws interceptions so early mm-hmm. that they can't run. Right. It it all spurns around the guy that touches the ball every offensive snap. Yeah. Okay, guys? I mean, it's, it's not just downing him. It's just teams are literally doing this on purpose. He's got to be smart enough to know that they're doing this and counter it. Do stuff pre-snap to move things around to see what the heck they're doing. Mm. And then laugh at them and say, I know what you're doing, and, do, and attack it. Yeah. It, it's, he's smart enough to know it. He says it in every press conference. Things that were like, why aren't you doing this? He says it. I can't just do this. i got to do this. It, execute it then. Right. Don't hesitate. Little things. Guys on Twitter that want to say that, well, don't. Stop blaming him. <laughs> it's who threw the ball. Yeah. Who waited. Who's staring. Mm-hmm. Who's running into a sack. Tell me why he did that. Oh, our offensive line sucks. No, they, they give him time, yeah. guys, okay? Like, y'all want to bash so many things. I, I used to be that guy. When you start seeing it over and over and over and over again, it's signal callers got to manage the game. Yeah. And guess what? They're going to stack the line. The, Se- the Seahawks do that very well. They'll yeah. put all their linebackers on the line. And, yeah. Right behind them can be attacked. We say this almost every game. Mm-hmm. This one specifically. I mean, yeah. they're aggressive. Their linebackers are really damn good. Just listen to the names. I mean, Michael Kendricks used to be on the the Eagles. Right, yeah. Smaller, very athletic up. linebacker. Yeah, smart Bobby player. Wagner, the quarterback of the defense, genius. Mm-hmm. K.J. Wright, been there forever. Like, those three are just nasty. Yeah. Yeah, they have a good, talented I mean, front seven. And you mentioned their front four. I mean, yeah. It's just the thing is they're going to be aggressive. They're going to force issues, but they play a lot of cover two. I, I saw as well, mm-hmm. and the cover two, yeah, they're they're carding zones right. with those two safeties. I'm, I mean, the safeties played two deep safeties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the middle of the defense, that's where it's mm-hmm. time to attack, especially if the linebackers are playing that close. Right, right. So it's just please be smart. Attack that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we say it so many times. It's do do the Play callers utilize that and see that as a weakness. Uh, people keep saying Leftwich is talking like Jameis Winston. <laughs> I honestly don't see that. I think he's he's calling plays. It's just they need to be executed properly. Mm-hmm. If the first read isn't there, just go move. Yeah. You can't keep locking down. Right. I mean, so play caller can get fired based off of a quarterback's play. Mm-hmm. Don't say a, a and it could be the other way around too. It could be the offensive coordinator can get or the quarterback can get dropped right. because the offensive coordinator sucks. Mm-hmm. But to me right now, like, it's execution. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's it starts with execution, and you know, I, I think they have to do they have to be smarter and like you said, smarter in how they attack the foot, how they attack this defense. And you know, personally, if if I was offensive coordinator this week, I would spread out Seattle's defense. I would do a lot of three wide, four wide receiver sets. Have a running back and with uh, Jameis, and you run out of the shotgun. You you run out of the shotgun. You keep Jameis in the shotgun. That gives him more time to throw the football. It's just like how Russell Wilson's being used, and I would like to see that being being used with Jameis as far as keep him in the shotgun, run the football downhill, uh, and, and keep it simple. You run the RPOs. You run the play actions. 
don't put him under center a lot because you really don't have to, um, and, and let him operate that way. But to that point, I agree with you. Take the ball out of James' hands, less mm-hmm. than thirty throws. Yeah, we need to run the ball. Yeah, again, we say this a lot. Well, you run the ball by spreading them out, though. You yeah. get that defense spread out. It's less men in the box. You'll be able to be more successful, I believe, if you can run downhill. Yeah, okay, so yeah, looking at their defense, let me just not because everyone's going to think I bash Jameis all the time. <laughs> looking at their defense, Jadavian Clowney is actually really good against the run. That's okay? true. Yeah. He showed it in college where he killed the Michigan guy, and he's showing it now on tape. He's just so long and lanky, guys can't grab him. Right. They're reaching for air, and he's just pushing them back. He's doing that one-arm technique where he's just longer than the other guy. So him, Bobby Wagner, that – what's the guy's – Poo-poo? Yeah, Puna Ford. Puna yeah. Ford. Yeah. They're just – they're going to be the ones stuffing runs. Yeah. But the thing is, I still think we can literally run against this team. They're not tremendously great against the run. Right. We we can we can run. Yeah. I mean, especially if Ronald Jones gets more touches, I'm confident we can run the ball. Please try and enforce this early. Don't force throws. Find the middle of the defense. Don't don't attack deep early. Mm-hmm. Just stay in the game. Right. That's that's what I want to see early. Late second half then start trying your deep threats because i mean early on you try it and it it just shits the bed yeah. <laughs> that's my big quote i always like to say with the box and but it's true mm-hmm. stop stop doing that yeah that's and that's what i i want to see them going forward you know to start these games like your your job on offense especially early in the game is is finding rhythm you know get into rhythm early and how do you get in rhythm mark that's by doing simple plays like just doing simple things where it's you know the get, little things. The little things. You know, get <laughs> get get the ball out quick. You know, get some completions for Jameis. Run the football, like you said. Um, do do simple rollout plays where you just you know tossing it to the tight end or something like that. That finds rhythm for your offense. If they can do that, I think we'll be okay. And guess what? Cambray is a Jameis Winston target, right? right? But I mean, still, yes, Shaquille, Shaquille Griffin is a really good athlete. Trey Flowers is just a big boy. Yeah, very big. Again, so he's a great athlete, Griffin. Six foot. I'm going to take Evans over you all day. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, they're beatable. And then this Trey Flowers, I'm going to take Godwin over you mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. We're, we're that talented at wide receiver. Right. It's just timing of the plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right in, in the timing. It's everything, and you have to find ways to get that timing and rhythm early. Like, you have to get it going early, and that's that's what I'm t- I was talking about earlier, just finding the ways to simplify things, either running the football differently in different ways, whether that be, I wouldn't say tosses because we suck at tosses, but, but just, you know, some z- simple zone reads or RPOs to get either a run game going or get Jameis going quickly where he has to make quick, decisive throws. You know, and that seems where he is best at as far as just not thinking about it and just letting go on timing. Once his back foot touches his spot, he needs to be getting rid of the football. Um, but, yeah, I mean, offensively, I think we have a good chance. I think Byron uh, Leftwich has been up and down with his play calls. You'd like to see a little bit more creativity and a little bit more diversity. So hopefully that, that comes into play this week against Seattle. Uh 
and especially in the red zone. We have to be better in the red zone. Don't be calling plays for Dari Ogumbalale and Brashad Perriman inside the five. How is Rashard still on the team? Yeah, I don't get that one either. But you got to utilize your best players, especially in scoring areas. Use use Mike Evans, use Godwin, Rojo, etc. Uh, that's that's going to be very important. Um, but other than that, I think that's it for the uh, for the offensive breakdown. I mean, it's just being simple with it, doing your job, and that's on both sides of the ball. Special teams, Matt Gay, I think, is going to continue to do well. Uh, and our punting unit seems better. Uh, return game even had a bright spot last week, so hopefully that continues. Other oh, than you that, went back and saw it, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think it's going to be a good game. I, I think it'll be close. I mean, the Bucks are always in. They've been pretty much in every game, like you said, this year, which is good. And they have chances to win. It's just finding ways to make those plays that are the, at the important times and, and really, you know, you know, cl- clipping down on the victory and go for it. It's not, hey, just execute. Yeah. Don't kill yourself. Exactly. That's it. That's what hurts us so much. Like 17, or 17 touchdowns, interceptions. <laughs> 17 touchdowns or one interception Seahawks have with Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's why they're 6-2. and two. Just don't kill yourself. Yeah. And let's see if we can be in a game that we can win at the end. Because mm-hmm. Matt Gay has locked it down since he, let me say this nicely, fudged up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, d- hey, just, just make it interesting. I guarantee we are going to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. We are that good of a team. Mm-hmm. We just got to learn how to win. Hopefully they're mad at each other that much yeah. that they're like, you know what, guys? Just go out and win. Yeah. Okay? I mean, we all get pissed off. We all – the fans ourselves already think we're going to be top five pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the what I the gist of what I get from Twitter. Oh, yeah. What I get from fans talking to people in public. Like, yeah. They're like – how much are we going to lose by? That, that, I can't stand that. How much are we going to lose by? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are already looking at, like, Joe Burrow and, you know, quarterbacks we're talking about. And mock, I still don't think we're going to be there at nah, all. Probably not. And, and then mock drafts and stuff. I expect this team to go on a run. I, I, I think they really have a chance to at least go on a run. I don't think – I'm not saying playoffs, but but I'm thinking <laughs> as, far as, a, as far as a run, I think they can uh, – they can at least get to seven or eight wins. I think it's in them to do so. I think they can. They have the talent. Um, I said at the beginning of the year, I, I thought this team was at least eight and eight, and I think they can at least make it somewhat close. Six to eight wins, I think, is still in the realm of possibility. Maybe more, but you just, you know, once you get that win train rolling, it, it doesn't stop, you know, and that's the beauty of winning. It's confidence in yourself. It's momentum. Yeah. It's just execution because i mean things start clicking right right it's like a, a shooter in basketball once he hits one shot he's like oh crap it's that easy yeah and they just feel it they yeah. just keep hitting it hitting it that's times like i say like winston won't hesitate on a on a mm. pass he'll be like oh my guy's gonna beat that boom because yeah. oh, this is the play i know works and that guy's not there boom go right. like there's no hesitation there's no thinking it's just execution and that's what you hope to see as a buck fan I'm tired of losing too, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get angry because I don't want to lose. We're all, and I know we're that good. Yeah. We, we are pa- capable of winning. Right. Titans should have been a win. Giants should have been a win. San Francisco should have been a win. These games that, oh my gosh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's upsetting. It is. Right. I'm, not, I'm not a downer, okay? People get all upset all over the place. You can't satisfy everyone, okay? 
It's noticing what is reoccurring over and over and saying that can't happen. Mm-hmm. It's not giving excuses. I'm tired of excuses. Right. The team isn't giving excuses right now. They're literally being accountable. Like Riemann asked, I want accountability. They are being accountable. It's just one guy is messing up a lot, and now receivers are messing up a lot, causing that one guy to look bad. And people who know who I'm talking about, <laughs> it's click. Come on, guys, click. Yeah. Get mad at each other, and like like Bruce said, it's that that wall of uh, what? Not the mental errors. Is that his mm-hmm. wall? Mm-hmm. The pride of them not wanting to be on that. Okay, then don't get on that damn thing because y'all are getting upset. People swearing now in the locker room, getting mad that they should be better. Right. Not that they just suck and that everyone else is the problem. It's themselves. I think accountability isn't the issue. It's execution. And is it the guy that is your quarterback, the guy to get you there? Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's another another game to prove it or not. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's see what happens on Sunday. Hopefully, they they take in the the right mindset that that they need and and have that killer mentality and, and just go for it. And, and be aggressive and, and play balls to the wall like uh, Bruce Aaron wants you to do. Um, but yeah, it just starts with doing your job. Yeah, it's it's simple. That's why the Patriots win because they do their job. Um, so hopefully the Bucks can start doing that. But anyway, guys, I hope you uh, enjoy this episode. Uh, everyone have a great weekend, and as always, go Bucks. <laughs>